Welcome to episode 95 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's uh, it's Tuesday's episode, people, but we are running late, 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 late again. Uh, it's Friday, uh, Friday the 3rd of April, 2000, 2020. And uh, what have you been doing, Ben? Surely you are holed up within Briggs Towers uh, doing nothing. You must have time to get it out on time. I haven't, people. I haven't. It's been a busy fucking week here um, with one thing or another, getting consumed um, by fucking jobs, man. Jesus. Fucking hell. I don't know how I had time to actually go out and gig. I don't. I'm just becoming obsessed with getting little fucking jobs done. And then one, I've realised I have no talent whatsoever for uh, DIY. I do a job, I get that done, I try something else, I fuck that up. Then I repair that fuck up. Uh, I uh, fuck repairing up the fuck up and then become obsessed with getting it all perfect. That is my life at the moment, people. Uh, I have just, it is at the moment, this is how dedicated I am to the podcast. Like when I actually come around to getting it done, people, it's 8.29 on a Friday morning. Who knows what is going on? Um, I seem to have uh, whatever the isolation version of jet lag is, staying up late, getting up early, whatever it is. Um, that's that's exactly what I'm doing, surrounded by fucking mess at the moment. Um, I had to take some fucking... Ugh, man. I had to take some stuff down to put some other stuff up in the lounge, uh, the drawing room, the library, whatever it is. Whatever the fucking place I'm sitting in at the moment, whatever room you call it. Um, here at Briggs Towers, I had to take some fucking trunking down, which, when you initially put it up... Like, I put it up for a CCTV system years ago and thought, this is fucking easy to stick up with double-sided sticky tape. You try fucking getting that off the wall. Ah, man. I've had the whole place smells like fucking white spirit. I've had to scrub it. I've had to fucking scrape it off. Jesus, man. Uh, But we've got there. We've got there. We filled all the holes and everything last night. I know this is turning into a fucking episode of DIY SOS. That's exactly who I need to come round. Come round and do one of their cheap fucking makeovers that lasts about two weeks before the walls start stripping off. Um, I don't know, people. So, yeah, it, it, we're in turmoil here. Turmoil. Not, not mentally like some people have been uh, doing online. Break, having a fucking breakdown. That's one nice thing that you, uh, that the coronavirus, one of the symptoms of coronavirus seems to be that you have a breakdown online. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, watching fucking some of Madonna's videos and that sort of thing. Ah, oh, it's amazing. Amazing. Celebrity breakdowns. That's what we need more of. I want to see this. This ought to be a thing. This could be a fucking Netflix special or uh, a uh, live streaming, just celebrities having a breakdown online. I think this could be the future, people. We have found a million-pound idea there. Um, I've just been outside, actually, and um, 
saw all the people gallivanting around, um, going for that early morning run. Get out there early before all the fucking diseased people get up. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's what's happening now. There's going to be... I saw one geezer who uh, virtually looked like he was going to collapse and stopped, like, bang opposite me on the other side of the road. Uh, just fucking hands on his knees, just exo- There's going to be more hamstring pulls and fucking heart attacks are going to um, wipe more people out than uh, this coronavirus, I think. I know, I keep going on about the coronavirus. Uh, but that's very little else going on in the world at the moment, it seems. Doesn't it seem like as soon as we get consumed by something, all of our little problems seem to fade away? All of those little, you know, shitty little things that everybody worries about because there's something bigger in the room to worry about, you know, with all, uh, with all, you know, cast aside our little things. Although some people are still trying to make it about them, aren't they? Doing a little, uh, you know, you see, it's interesting watching the sorts of people, obviously I'm friends with on Facebook and that sort of thing, but uh, they're friends of friends who are in, you know, playing live music gigs and shit like this. This is for the NHS. Remember to like, share and subscribe to my page, though. (laughs) Get them likes, shares and fucking um, get them in for yourself. This is for this song is for the NHS and all those heroes out there working those key workers, but remember to definitely like my page, buy my merchandise and everything else. <laughs> Fuck me. Ah, oh dear. Who's ever... I don't know, people using pandemic as a fucking career progression. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe I've, maybe I've woke up early, like a little bit too early, a little bit too grumpy and cynical this morning. I don't know. I don't know, people. Let's have a bit of tea and uh, see if we can... Uh, Get a bit more positive spin on the day, shall we? There we go. The old Yorkshire tea's slipping down a bit as well. Oh, I've only got about fucking 200 tea bags left. That's, what, three days at the minute, the amount I'm getting through? I don't know, man. I don't know. My, uh, I know for a fact my fucking dentist the next time I ever... If I ever go to the dentist again, it's going to be fucking uh, pulling, a, pulling her hair out, pulling her teeth out. At my state of the fucking brown stains on my teeth. I need to clean them up. Do a bit of teeth whitening today. Um, so I, uh, I haven't, um, I haven't, uh, I haven't been up to a massive amount, to be honest, people. Um, I know it was April Fool's Day the other day, wasn't it? I was going to try and get round. That's the day when I thought, oh, I'll just take this trunking down. That'll be an easy job. Just cut underneath it. And then, oh, fuck me. And it's been two days um, that I've been on that fucking around. So um, I don't know, people. Uh, April Fool's Day. I never really got April Fool's Day. I I just don't see the fucking... It's lying, isn't it? It's just lying. And then you pass that round, you know. Somebody died. I think, like, every year somebody will post out that David Attenborough died or something. I don't know. One, one year they're going to be right, aren't they? Surely. But if the irony, if he actually does die on April Fool's Day, no one's ever going to believe it. Uh, I just I just find it so fucking lame, man. 
Um, I know. Hey, guys, I fooled you a little. It's like fucking magicians. It's like fucking... Uh, I, 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 I find everything to do with April Fool's Day and magicians the fucking lamest thing in the world. Like a magician fucking doing a card trick for you. When they go, oh, pick your card. Is this your card? And then fucking, like, tell you your card at the end. I wasn't interested in the first place, mate. I was, I didn't give a shit. I know you're going to be able to tell me that this card, it's not magic. It's just a trick. You know, uh, con artist. That's what they ought to call each other. I don't know, man. I just find anything to do with magic, uh, I find pointless. Just completely because you go round, don't you? You start at a point with a magician where you know what they, what card you're going to be given. You get to pick a card, and then they do something in a pack, and then they fucking pull out your card, and you're like, "Oh, fucking great! Well done, well done! You're a five year old child again, impressing your parents. Well done. Is that what you need? I don't know. I don't know." But I class April Fool's Day within amongst that as well. Uh, the whole uh, fucking, you know, hey, man, I fooled you. Yeah, yes, good for you. Good for you, my friend. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Well, I have been, um, I did watch, um, uh, I've, I watched, I've, obviously, like everybody else in the world right now, I am watching Netflix like hell for leather. Um uh, they've apparently um, had the most amount of hits. Of course they are, because they've got billions and billions of fucking subscribers. So they're gonna everybody's gonna be sitting there on their ass in front of the TV all the time, aren't they? Um, I watched the Ronda Rousey documentary. I think it's fairly new on Netflix. I don't know, um, but I only discovered it. It is the worst documentary. I got really excited. Because I thought, ah, oh, this will be quite an interesting documentary about Ronda Rousey. If you don't know, she's an MMA fighter, um, former judoist, judoer, judoer, judoista, whatever. She did judo in the Olympics or whatever, and then become an MMA champion. Um, and was the, was like the first female champion in the UFC, uh, which they nominally gave to her, but. Um, but the documentary itself, oh, fuck me, is it cringeworthy. The geezer who does it um, is an ex-boxer uh, turned actor called Gary Stretch. I think that's his name. Um, he was in um, the fucking Paddy Considine film, uh, Dead Man's Shoes, which is a fucking great film. You're right there, son. You're right there. I don't know why I did that in a fucking Northern Irish accent then. Uh, pointing to his aunt like that. What are you looking at, you, you cunt? That's it. Uh, I don't know. It's the one about, like, the brother who's um, fucking uh, hangs himself. He's, like, a little bit, what's the politically correct word, not retarded. <laughs> That's totally... He's got learning difficulties, his brother... And he comes back from the army and then sort of like his brother's hung himself and he avenges like all the people who fucking bullied him and fucked his brother up and shit like that. Um, but this Gary Stretch plays the main bad guy in that. 
but the documentary itself, it starts off weird. It just starts off strange and weird because he's sort of like, he's doing the voiceover for it and he clearly just wants to meet Ronda Rousey. And um, he's doing the voiceover for it and in the voiceover bit, like in the first two minutes, he goes... And she's uh, she's a great talent. She's really beautiful and she's really pretty. And, and, and he keeps fucking mentioning in that how beautiful and pretty she is all the way through the fucking documentary. He's like a fucking little puppy dog, like just fucking jumping up at her all the time. It's kind of fucking weird. And it skips along. At one point, he's interviewing her and he's holding a Zoom H4N which is what I fucking use to record into in this fucking pub podcast. But he's just using, he's just holding it like in frame. It's just like a vanity project that's got away with him. And he's used the fact that he's, um, that she wants to be in films and he's been in films and does a bit of boxing and shit like that. And it's just, he's interviewing a trainer at one point and he's literally sitting like six his face is six inches away from this other guy's oh it's just the most cringeworthy fucking documentary and the way it ends because her dad killed himself um i think he had cancer or something like that i don't know maybe i'm putting my own spin on that i don't know but the way it ends with like you know every and every time it started it, it was one of these documentaries that fucking annoyed me because it just had every cliche in it. You've got to watch it because, like, it, it's it's a fucking car crash of a fucking documentary. Um, it just had every single cliche when she was talking about a dad, like, and how he was dead and stuff. And then the music, the emotional music came came in. And it was just, it was like how... It took a, like, blueprint of cheesy fucking documentaries and just played out every single scenario in there where he asked her about, you know, like, I don't think, you know, I'm not a huge feminist. Yeah, women, uh, you know, I don't think men ought to be feminists, really. Uh, Only by the fact I think that's a term that should describe women you know, it's their thing, not men getting on board and fucking taking over everything. Uh, that's my views on it anyway. Um, people who, uh, okay, guys who, you know, claim to, you know, be feminist. Or, or, of course, everybody should have equal, you know, equal pay, equal opportunities and um, equal standing, no matter whether you're male or female. Um, but... Um, I think it's a, it's a term that should specifically describe women and men shouldn't really get on the bandwagon of that. Uh, but that's just my personal feelings, people. But, um, yeah, it was um, it, it was just a, uh, you know, it was like the, the, the thing with it was where he kept going back and then he, he has to ask her a question. This is about, like, whether she's in a relationship. Is there a love interest or something like that? And he's looking at her with, like, puppy dog eyes. And you're like, you fucking want it to be you, Gary Stretch. You fucking weirdo. Um, Yeah, so uh, he, he wouldn't ask Conor McGregor that. That's the point I'm trying to make. Like, if he was interviewing Conor McGregor, 
Do you think he'd, like, ask with all doughy eyes and that sort of shit? So, Connor, is there a love interest for you? What the, what the fuck are you on about? What are you giving me those eyes for, you weirdo? Uh, it's not going to be you. Uh, I don't know, man. It was just, oh, it was just every single fucking cringeworthy thing about a documentary. You've got to watch it, people. And then it, the editing's really bad on it and the fucking lighting and, like, uh, at times... You can't understand the guy because at one time he's talking normally, then he's around like other people and he <laughs> seems to be other boxers and fighters and he seems to be putting on a gruffer voice than he had. Hey, you trying to toughen up with your old voice there, me old booty? Just fucking, you know, I don't know, man. It was one of the worst documentaries I've ever seen and I was really excited about it. Um, I don't know, people. Um, it was just, uh, you know, you know, it could have been a really good documentary about Ronda Rousey, and it was like just fucking shit. Um, and the ending, uh, man, the ending where they, 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 um, fucking like do like a big emotional scene in the end, and he fucking reads like some sort of fucking weird poem that I think he's made up himself. Like, over the backdrop, this is over the backdrop of a little girl, like, being picked up by her dad and fucking Jesus. Quit it, Gary Stretch. I think that's the last thing he's ever done. Um, If it ain't, it ought to be. It ought to be, people. Uh, yeah, so I'll watch that and... Um, uh, there. And with disdain. In between, this was in between, sort of like uh, ripping my fucking... Uh, walls apart and uh, scraping shit off them. I also watched American Beauty yesterday as well. I haven't seen that film for fucking ages. Um, takes a bit of a more sinister fucking turn uh, knowing what you know about, like, Kevin Spacey now. <laughs> the bit, uh, the bit, you're watching that bit where, like, the dad's uh, viewing through the window and it's raining. And uh, Kevin Spacey's laying back with his arms and the guy's rolling him a joint, but you can't see that. And it looks like it, the the young lad's sucking him off. He was, That's an uncomfortable scene to watch now. Oh, dear. Can you ever split the art up from the person? Possibly not. I don't know. People managed to do it with Michael Jackson, didn't they? I don't know. You know, they seem to do that didn't they? They seem to forget about um, uh, uh, all of the shit he did because he wrote Thriller and Billie Jean. <laughs> that, that's how it works, isn't it? I think if you're a horrendous, horrendous person, but you're absolutely amazing at what you do, you can get away with it like Michael Jackson did. But if you're, you know... If you roll Farris and you just do shitty little two little boys songs or whatever, you're going to prison, bud. <laughs> you didn't have the talent to stay out of prison. Um, yeah, that's my thoughts on it anyway. But um, it was, uh, I quite enjoy that film. And then I was uh, American Beauty. I was quite looking forward to it coming on, uh, coming on Netflix. And, um, uh, yeah, watching it kind of now leaves a bit of a bad taste in your mouth. 
and uh, I was discussing with somebody else, and she said it's a sexist film, and I, I, I didn't really see that. I know, is it Annette Benning? Is she the wife? Uh, she's um, characterised as a bit of a fucking idiot, but, um, you know, I don't know, people. I don't know. I don't know what is sexist, what isn't sexist these days. Hey! We're all learning. I'm 43, you know. I'm learning here. That's it. Um, let's have a look. Uh, let's have a little bit more tea. That's it. Nice little bit of cup of tea there. Um, right, okay. Um, uh, the old clapping for the NHS going on again last night, people. Um, I know, it seems to be a regular thing on a Thursday now. The old NHS people getting a clap. And I think it was other key workers as well last night. I don't know. There's a lot of bit of, you know, one thing to come out of all of this coronavirus lockdown, fucking people dying, coughing their fucking lungs out of their bum hole is, uh, seems to be, I don't know if you can cough anything out of your bum hole, really, can you? I don't know. I had a weird experience once in Egypt that felt like I was fucking coughing up a frog or various frogs or tadpoles or whatever. I don't know. Um... Uh, the, the one thing that seems to come in out of all of this seems to be there seems to be a little bit more neighbourliness going on. People, hello, how are you? You're right. How are you? Yes, fine, thank you. How are you? Yes, I'm doing very, very well. Do you need anything? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, like it seems to be a little bit more um social consciousness, maybe people checking on each other, people hanging out windows last night, chatting over garden fences and shit like that after all the clapping had gone down. So, yeah, it's nice. Nice to see. I wonder if this will stick, though. I don't know. That's the thing, isn't it? All all of these changes that we seem to be seeing in society, people caring about, I know you see the shit side of it. You know, the selfish side of it, people fucking grabbing shit. But, like, there's been a lot less of that since they've been marshalling the fucking uh, supermarket queues and shit like that. And there seems to be a lot less of that fucking fighting going on. People just queuing. You know, just tell people what to do. I think that's one of the major things with all of these... um, uh, all of the hassle that happens at supermarkets and shit like that. People just need to be informed how they need to act, don't they? You know, they just need to be informed of what to do. You know, you fucking stand there, you queue there. When somebody comes out of the fucking shop, you go in, you get your shit, you pack it up, you pay for it, and you fuck off. That's basically it, isn't it? Where where it was a free-for-all, people start panicking because they fucking start edging and looking over at each other, don't they? It starts, you know, starts being like a fucking race at lights, doesn't it? Where you start looking across at people, you think they're going to take three bags of salad, so you have four bags of salad, and then it gets fucking out of hand until somebody's seen all of this and just grabs all of the fucking salad and toilet paper and everything. When people are informed that all they can have is, like, one lot of toilet roll, one lot of milk, one lot of fucking, I don't know, one lot of lube. I don't know. I don't know if people are out there buying that at the minute. Um, Anything like that. They're just like, oh, okay, yeah, fair enough, right, we can only have one, that's fine. You get people trying it, won't you? You know, with 18 fucking tins of chickpeas that they're never going to use in five years. 
But um, as I saw the last time I went fucking and they got shopping and they got sent back. But you're always going to get people like that. But people just need to be told. You have to treat people like fucking idiots. And that's what the supermarkets are doing now. And it's nice to see, finally, the supermarkets are treating people like the fucking idiots they are. You queue up here. You wait behind this person in this queue. When it's your turn, you go in the fucking shop. You get one or two items. You don't fucking buy everything out. You take it to the till. You don't cough over our staff and you fuck off home and we'll see you next week. (laughs) That's it. People need to be told and everything's calmed down a little bit. But it is getting a little bit more neighbourly, especially around... uh, the area around about Briggs Towers. The, oh, we had a... I saw her on one of the form, forums yesterday. Not that I'm a member of these forums, but somebody posted something and I sort of like popped into the forum um, just to have a little look. Facebook group. Facebook group, forum, whatever. I don't know. I'm old school, man. I call it a forum. Facebook group. Uh, that Spider-Man uh, was uh, going around this area to entertain the kids. I don't know that how that's classed. Whether it's um, uh, that was, uh, it's not the real Spider-Man. The guy dressed up as Spider-Man. I imagine it's not the real Spider-Man anyway. For any kids listening out there. I don't think it works like Santa Claus, does it? You're not allowed to say. I don't know. But he uh, he was going around entertaining the kids, waving at the kids and shit like that. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just, some, <laughs> does that class as his one time out? He's allowed to go out as Spider-Man. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I, I think it was just a guy who hasn't been able to protest at not being able to see his kids. Fathers for justice. That's what they were, weren't they? They used to dress up as fucking superheroes and hang off scaffolding and shit. And uh, <laughs> I haven't seen my kids in six years, but I've still got the Spider-Man outfit up in the loft. I'm going to use that to entertain other people's kids and then come home and cry all night, just staring at a fucking staring at the fucking scan of his children. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, people. What are we on? What are we on? Let's have a little look. Twenty six fucking minutes, people. Jesus, we're cracking on this morning. Uh, we had to take a little bit. Uh, let's have a little look at what else has been going on. Uh, here we go. Um, let's have a look at, like, weird shit that's been going on. Some woman. It, a churchgoer. Here we go. This is fucking great. Uh, headline. Woman seeking expert advice on old bottle stopper. Mortified to learn what it is. What could it be? Jane, 61, posted a photo of an object discovered in a garden. Oh, Jesus. To a glass collector Facebook group. Believing it was a bottle stopper or chess piece. Um, Oh, fucking hell, I lost the story now, Jesus. Why the fuck's that fucked up? Because all the fucking adverts pop up and then you close them down and then it fucking takes you into something else, doesn't it? Do you want to allow this or block it? Does anybody ever allow the fucking pop-ups? Nobody does. Fuck off. Here we go. A churchgoer who seeked help to identify what she believed to be a vintage bottle stopper was left saying there isn't enough soap after being told what it was. We can guess just from that description. A wooden, a woman known only as Jane, 
No surname, she's just Jane. Hey, I'm Jane. Jane what? No, I'm, I'm, there's no need for a surname. What she is now is Jane fucking buttplug, I imagine. Uh, posted images of the unknown item. We know what it is. I've just given it away. After it was discovered washed up in a garden following a heavy storm. Jesus. Jane61 wrote, got a friend of my sister that came across a solid glass piece. Since she figured, <laughs> can't figure it out, uh, she reached out to me and now I'm reaching out to all of you, hoping to get an idea. She's posted, it's a fucking butt plug, a glass butt plug that she's holding in her fucking hand. It's uh, four and a half inches tall, 1.5 uh, diameter at the fat part. <laughs> Jesus, that's going to sting. No significant scratches anywhere. Does look to have good reflective gold coating on it. Oh, man. That is not gold. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that is fucking ingrained shit, I imagine. Uh, with some quick to recognise exactly what the treasure being on earth was one broke it to Jane as gently as possible replying it's a stopper just not for a bottle (coughs) oh fucking hell Uh, reading through some of the less cryptic replies Jane from Indiana discovered her sister was now in possession of a sex toy no shit oh man oh Jesus oh that is fucking rank she's got it in her hand that is being up somebody's ass well, my sister and I are both cracking up, but the fact she picked it up and handled it. Ah, oh, Jesus, somebody's discarded a fucking butt plug in a garden. I mean, it's annoying when somebody drops a bag of crisps or a fucking lolly, like an ice lolly fucking stick and throws it in your garden. But a butt plug. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Jesus, you could probably trace that back to the person through the fucking DNA still on it. Ah, oh, Jesus. Uh, Jane and her sister and their friend didn't want to be identified as they are all very active members of their churches. Oh, come on. The vicars are all at it. It was probably your local fucking vicar having little fantasies over you and then just threw it in your garden thinking she's going to think this is a fucking... Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine going round for a dinner party and finding that? Oh, yeah, I'll have a glass of wine, thanks. Uh, that'd be lovely. Hey, what's that in the top of the bottle? Oh, that's my new bottle stopper. I found it in the garden. Oh, my God. Jesus. It's a funny uh, funny vintage you've got here. <laughs> There's bits, bits floating in your fucking wine. Ah, oh, Jesus, man. Uh, poor old Jane. There you go. You live and learn every day. 61 years old, she knows what a butt plug is. You know, it comes round in the end, doesn't it? Even if you live a life with a lot, uh, it comes round eventually, doesn't it? Butt plugs are going to get to you. <laughs> oh, welcome to the modern world, Jane. There you go. There's a few fucking prayers said over that, I imagine. Jesus. Uh, what are we on? We have bashed it out, people. We're on 31 minutes. We have done the half an hour. Um, we're going to we're gonna get this back on track. We're going to do it tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to have a bit of a tidy up so I can actually get to all my podcasting stuff as I couldn't uh, for the last couple of days. It's been covered in fucking sheeting. Get this fucking decorating done and get back on track, people. How's that sound to you? 
good. I like it. Uh, if you want to message me about anything, it is podcast.benbriggs.co.uk. Uh, like, subscribe, share. This is for the NHS people. <laughs> Now, like, uh, subscribe and share if you want to. It's up to you. Um, I'm getting everything ready to um, fucking record this um, and stick it on YouTube so there'll be a video up of me fucking spouting into the void soon. I might do the first one for the 100th episode or something like that. We've only got five episodes to go for that. So that might be the special thing we do for 100. Um and then continuously thereafter. Um, have a good rest of your Friday, people. I shall be back tomorrow, Saturday, for definite. Uh, we're going to try and bring the uh, fucking, oh, the adverts back as well. Jesus. And then release the adverts that we've done so far. So um, uh, I don't know how I'm going to get my head around that, but I'll get my head around that. Um, have a good rest of your Friday, motherfuckers. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Take care.